Warning, Afraid to Ask is an uncensored podcast that may include adult language and topics. Actually, not may. It will contain such things. If you get offended easily, please check out my dry bar comedy special or watch me on Gutfold. I love you, but this podcast is not for you. Mom, please turn it off. I love you. Turn it off. Okay, you can't say we didn't warn you. Please enjoy the episode. Check one, two. Well, hello there, boyfriend. How are you this fine day? I'm really good. Is it working? Yes. Excellent. Let's not touch shit. I'm afraid to ask, but I have a great question. I don't even know what I was going to say. I'm so disturbed right now. Can I say something without... You hate when I say, can I say something? I do. It's like a rhetorical request. I know you're going to say something. But But do you know what it means when I say that? When I say, can I say something, it doesn't mean... I would just say something if it was... If it was, hey, what do you want for lunch? What do you want to do later? Can I say something I think for me means I have something a little bit vulnerable to say or I want to tell you something that's bothering me or I feel like it means it's something more serious. Is that? Well, it's like the workup of like, oh shit, it's about to drop. Yeah. So you don't like that? You'd rather I just launched into it? (laughs) Maybe. Okay. Then I get anxious. I'm like, oh, what's he going to say? I'm causing you anxiety. (laughs) Unneeded anxiety. Perhaps. I hate when people do that. Well, you, you're going to say it regardless. Oh, right now? Yes, I am. Oh, I meant in life. <laughs> oh, the thing? Maybe not. You know me. I might never say it. But what is my response supposed to be? No, you may not say something. Great point. It's a, it's a question for which I'm leaving you only one way to answer. Okay. You're right. What are you going to say? Like, no, you can't say something? Especially because I have no idea what you're going to say. Well, So how would I shoot it down? So we were just about to start the podcast, afraid to ask, and we have all these good questions that came in, and one of them is really good. It was um, a friend of mine asked me, this is just like a phone call I had with a buddy, and he goes, hey, would you ask your girlfriend? I love, by the way, that you're my girlfriend and a doctor, and my friends go, like, could you ask her this? Which I wanted to ask you to take a <laughs> quick aside. I don't mind... I don't like when a stranger finds out I'm a comedian. I do everything I can to not tell someone I'm a comedian, especially in an Uber. But then they go like, oh, tell me a joke. It's sincerely the worst thing ever. It's horrible because they're not going to laugh. It's not, this is back of an Uber, you know. So sometimes, does it bother you when I, is that like me saying, do you tell me a joke when I say my friend has a question about how many times you should masturbate per day? Oh, <laughs> that's what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it only bothers me when I'm at like a dinner party or something and I'm yeah. relaxing. It's my time off. And someone's like, what do you think this rash is? Like mm-hmm. when am I about to eat? You know, what's crazy. When we first met. You did that? No, but <laughs> someone did. When we first yeah. met, I go, I don't like when people do this. And you go, I don't like when people ask medical advice. I go, does that really happen? That's right. And then we were in a green room and you were alone. The green room is like backstage where comedians hang out before the show. A guy I have never met as I walked in the green room was, was I believe, taking off his shoe and sock. Yes. To show you a foot And that was rash. our first show together. It was, and I, yeah, we first time we'd ever hung out. So and I was like, like, awesome. So I get to provide free medical yeah. care in a green room. It was super inappropriate. <laughs> and you were on stage laughing and he was showing me his foot. Yeah. I could hear it and yeah. I felt like that was super inappropriate. Oh, uh, well, it's difficult too because there's a lot of legal ramifications, right? Like yeah. I can't treat a patient. If I say something right, and either I don't have the full picture and I'm guessing and I get it wrong because I don't have their lab work, mm. you can be liable. So doctors are very hesitant to treat their friends or even extended family Yeah, because if you don't have the whole picture and you're not their actual physician, you can get into a lot of trouble. Sure. When people open for me, there are certain things I that I think will get them uninvited. 
Sometimes it's having a crazy party backstage. I don't mind somebody has a couple drinks. I don't drink. I don't mind when people drink. I like when you drink. And you're a fun, you're a fun drinker. But I don't yeah. like when someone pounds drinks. I don't. There's a couple of things I don't love. I don't like when someone invites a bunch of people back to the green room. And my number one is showing my girlfriend your foot rash <laughs> and asking her to help you. We're on the same page then. We're not. He was a nice guy. Super nice guy. nice guy. It, but that's a judgment. That's a you know that's what bad judgment. though I'm not a comedian so he was trying to find like common ground I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt Do you think he had good intentions Do You think he he really wanted and he probably didn't have we know he didn't have medical insurance He's I, a comedian That's not nice I'm not in any way joking I, None of us have None of us have medical insurance Maybe he was trying to get or you're saying you think he was breaking the ice or looking for actual Yeah because I'm not like the funny comedian type in the green room. I didn't know what else to talk about. Mm-hmm. He asked me what I did, and then he kind of led into stuff. Maybe he didn't know. Not a lot of people can talk to doctors. Yeah. Socially, I mean. Right. Like, we're not exactly social butterflies. So it's difficult to strike up a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> think about that camera too close to you. Do you think one advantage of being a proctologist? I'm not a proctologist. No, no, I mean, do you think that would be an advantage that no one's going to go, what do you think of this little lumpy? I feel like there are so many negatives in that specialty that I wouldn't take the one positive of not getting conned at a dinner party to talk about a butthole. So many. I think about this all the time. not look at them. Do you know I think about this all the time? I think about this all the time. You can be any kind of doctor. There's a list. Their vagina's on that list. And then you have, like, you could treat children. You could do, you know, pregnancies and stuff. And there's a guy out there that went, asshole, that's me. That's all my best friends did that. Passion. That's my passion. <laughs> Do you think, is vagina in a smaller font than asshole? Is that why he chose? Oh, come on. Did you not see that one? You have a friend who's a uh, proctologist? Yeah, I one don't... of my very best friends. We became doctors the same day. We bonded. We were interns, so we were terrified. We had to like run codes together. Like, you are in school. Sweet. And the very next day, it's like, nope, now you're in charge. And it's really scary. So you become really close to the other interns. I'm sure. And... My three closest best friends from intern year. So I do women's health, right? So I do mm-hmm. a lot of gynecology. Right. My other friends. You and the asshole guy could have a, a practice together. You could so be in the he, front. He could be. Wow. So anyway, he's a gastroenterologist, but he does a lot of anal and rectal exams. Mm-hmm. My other close friend is a female urologist. Penises. She is. And then my third one is See, a that I surgeon. T- that I totally understand. Oh, no. No? I would never want to do that. So anyway, we had really good dinner time conversation when you got the four of us together. Mm-hmm. In fact, I can imagine a doctor, non-doctor to the table. Yeah. They could never eat. I totally appreciate that. Can I say something? Damn it. Oh! But it is a thing. This was the can I say something from the beginning. <sighs> What? You, you know how you've been accused of, um, accused is the wrong word. You've probably been accused of being blunt in your life, right? <laughs> you're very open. It's, I do, I do love this about you. You're very open. You're very honest. You're very blunt. And we were about to sit down and do the podcast. And we were going to discuss the questions and you, you go, oh, you're wearing a, uh, full, you're wearing like kind of a funny t-shirt, a Christmas t-shirt. And you go, I'm going to change for the podcast. I go, oh, okay, cool. And then you took your shirt off, and there, you know, there were boobs. And I said, as a joke, I go, "Hey, how many cameras should I, should I put over there?" Like as if we were about to film ourselves in bed. Yeah. Stupid joke, just trying to be, trying to be funny. And then you go, um, you go, 
oh, wow, I've done that. Have you ever done that? And then you put your shirt on and then you came back expecting us to just now do the podcast. Well, I mean. But for me, I don't know. If, like Sometimes you say something like that and then you move on with life. And I was like, I don't know. I think there's, I don't know if we can podcast today. Well, it wasn't like a porn. Oh, I mean, I guess it was. I guess it was. Yeah, see, this is it again. <laughs> it's happening well, again. I mean... But it throws me. Like, you say something, and I don't think... It was probably a long time ago. And I don't even know if I want to... I'm going to be honest with you. I'm afraid to ask. This is the perfect... <laughs> I don't even know if I want to know. But if it was a lot... Like, I don't... I Things get in my head. I get triggered sometimes. Obviously, it happened before you met me or knew me. But I think I have, like, this... Um, they call it retroactive jealousy sometimes where I get, I start, it makes me uncomfortable and I'm not, I don't know. And I get it. You should be, you're a beautiful woman. You've obviously been with other guys. That's, this is life. I've been with other girls, believe it or not. And <laughs> I'm just going to say, why'd you say obviously about me? <laughs> cause you're, cause you're beautiful and you're, you've lived a life and, but so I'm sorry, but I, I got, uh, I just, a, it was not a big deal. Okay, but, you know, yes. but it could have been. I I have no right. This isn't. I wasn't even in your life at that time. I don't even know why. I hate that I my body feels like this sometimes. Well, I think everybody's different and has different levels mm-hmm. of what they can and can't handle hearing from their past partner yeah. experiences. Mm-hmm. You don't have nothing would bother you. That's oh, that's my guess. not true. No. Oh my god! Okay. Are you kidding? There's right. a ton of stuff that would bother me. Okay. All right. When uh, if I ha- thought you were hung up on like a sexual experience from someone else, yeah, that I'd never fulfilled and I couldn't one up it, <sighs> that would be in my head forever. No, I'm very uncomfortable. Why are you uncomfortable? Just thinking about something. Women that you ha- should no, I be the uncomfortable one? No, I'm thinking that you have that experience, and so now that's all I I'm wasn't saying about. that. I was saying it about you. See, that's why. It, so you, it's important to be honest, right? You have to be pretty honest, but there are moments where. Yeah, you know, maybe you go like, that is the biggest penis I've ever seen. Why not? Just throw it out there. What? Do you know what I mean? Like, if you tell a guy, I'm just saying, like, lies for to be nice. Do you want me to say that about you? I don't think so. I don't think so. That was a bad, <laughs> I shouldn't have gone there. Um, But no, every right to, uh, and then what's funny is, you go, have you ever done, set? by the way, what was your, uh, you just wanted to film a, film something? Oh. Oh man. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was in college and it was my idea. Right. I thought, hmm, why not? So we did it and then immediately played it back. Together? Uh huh. Okay. And I hated it. How many cameras you guys have gone? Was it a film school? Was there any, you know what? That's what freaked me out is that you said something like, I said, I said, wow, what what was the exact wording? You go, I made a tape like that once and I, I, I was like, oh, what uh, what were the, um, uh, like, under what conditions, I think I said? And you're like, what are you talking about? And I just meant, like, what was the, did you, like, did you go rent a camera? <laughs> like a semi-professional crew? Like, I had, like, a... I don't know. What is that big, like, muffler-looking thing? Like a boom mic? Sound? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's because... Every... Maybe I'm doing an age <laughs> thing here. I am 10 years. <sighs> what was that? Um, <laughs> I am 10 years older than you, but I immediately assumed there might not be cell phones. And so I was picturing it was you like got a that hold of thing. a video camera. So so there was some premeditation. Oh, yeah. Let the listener know you just pointed at a, uh, 
at a, at a video camera. Well, yeah, it was like one of those. And then uh, right afterwards, I watched it, and wow. I was like, yeah, like let's do this. Right? Okay, let's spice it up. <sighs> and then I watched it. And I was like, oh fuck, let's not spice it. Like this is disgusting. <laughs> I don't ever want to do it again. But it was <laughs> like watching yourself have sex is uh-huh. probably the one of the worst things I have ever done. Yeah, hugest turn off for me. You don't look pretty, by the way. Me? Not you? Oh. No. Like I didn't like, you know, when you watch a porn mm-hmm. and you're kind of like judging them, like the girl looks pretty, but I don't like her teeth. The guy looks okay, but I don't like his right nut or whatever yeah. you judge. Yeah. But like when it's you, you're like, oh fuck, I don't look like a superstar model. I just look like someone that's getting like fucking. Wow. I don't want to finish that, but. Pounded? It's, yeah, but it's not was attractive. It just, right. So I immediately destroyed the evidence, the tape. It was actual tape. So it's gone. There's no. I have, I would be afraid to make it. You'll never find it down the road. Okay. It's, I'd be afraid to make a sex tape. I just don't have a really good memory, you know, and I feel like I, the whole, I'd be like, line. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would forget <laughs> what we talked about. All right. It wasn't like that. It was like just regular sex. I didn't have a. Oh, there was no, there was no costumes or anything. No, really. Okay. I um, (laughs) I'm glad I asked. I do feel better. But it wasn't anything special, and I think that's why I could tell you was when you said there's cameras and hey, we're gonna film in the bedroom with cameras. I was like, oh, I've done that. Have you? It never made me think like of another man and a a sexual experience that was better. Like you fulfill me, so I'm fully comfortable telling you stuff that's happened in the past. I get that I'm a maniac, by the way. I get that if someone heard this, they'd go, "This guy, no, what does it have to do with you?" I understand that. I, I, I just can't help it sometimes. I think if you polled men, the average man would say he wanted to never think of his partner as being sexually active with other people. Yeah, which is different because I think most women prefer their partner to have some experience. Mm. Do you prefer the guy to to have some experience, but then not to hear about it? Just sort of go like, "Hey, what's your number?" How many people have you been with? Like that discussion as opposed to, oh, yeah, you know, she had a special move. Well, we talked about our numbers, right? And it threw me at first. Mm -hmm. You were like, there's a comma in yours. (laughs) (laughs) That's impressive. Oh, my gosh. I don't enjoy that, but I suppose. No. Wow. Mine Mine was higher than yours. It wasn't very high. It was a lot higher than mine. Yeah. But it I'm was, with you. I'm was, with you. I felt good about more than double. Yeah. Why did we even have that discussion? Who brought it up? I think it's a natural conversation to have as a couple. I think that's something that once you're like serious enough with a person, maybe you would ask. Yeah. It's a way to gauge their experience too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, um, if you were like, oh, just with like my ex-wife, I would have been like, <laughs> fucking loser. Right. And then if you were like, really, I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Fair. But, but that's me. A mm-hmm. lot of people prefer their partner. I've never had sex before, right? But then if you were like, I can't remember. I was at clubs all the time. I had sex with like 200 people. I right. would have been like, oh my God. And it would have been very intimidating mm. for you to have like touched that many bodies and like used sex as just a vessel and not like a, an intimate thing. Would it have been a deal a deal breaker? That's or would a you have given me a question. chance? If, I would have given you if a I chance. Said, what if I said... F- 500 or something. I, it would have been in my head. I would have had a really hard time with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But maybe not a deal breaker. Maybe it would depend. That's a lot. 500 is crazy. 
Well, I have known guys who have bragged about sleeping with a couple hundred women, and I don't consider it to be bragging rights anymore. I almost feel like that's a pathological condition where you have to sleep with that many people. Yeah. You're not getting something out of it at that point. I think so. But what, I mean, if we flipped it, what's, what's too high of a number? One, even one other person. What? You mean in general. I thought you meant in my crazy mind. I looked this up once. I'm going to pull it up again. What, average, average numbers? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I would say it de- certainly depends on age and um, profession. I would say. <laughs> what? Right? You got to think. It's, it's about access. It's about opportunity. Well, I think this was just a randomized ten. poll. I'm going to say 10. Well, women and men differ. Okay. Men, 10. Women, five. 100% of respondents fucking lying. So that's the other thing. And I think that's really important. Yeah. Society makes women want to say they've had as few sexual partners as possible. Yes. Men have this like conquering mm. feeling. You want to be like the man in her life. That's right. You want her to not be deflowered. You want her to have the white wedding dress and be innocent. I mean, right. there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Women, on the other hand, are okay with men having a few. We expect it, kind of, to be quite honest. Yeah. I think a lot of women do expect you. And you brag to your friends. Again, you, I'm using a generalized term, right? Men are like, No, oh. I actually do. There was, there was a study once, and I thought this was really fascinating, where the average number of sexual partners, mm-hmm. women would reduce it by a couple, men would increase it by a couple Interesting. their friends. Interesting. Right? Like, what's the point of that? Why is it such a power move for a guy to be like, I had sex with this many people, yeah. and a woman has to say, I very rarely had sex. Hmm. So, I, okay. You could hook me up to a lie detector. I would never exaggerate the amount of women I've had sex with. Not something I would do. I don't feel that would be like a badge of honor of any kind. Okay. So this is from the CDC. Mm. Whenever I like to give you statistics, I always like to get an actual sure. reputable CDC. source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the number of sexual partners in a lifetime, the median number of opposite sex In a lifetime? In lifetime among sexually experienced women and men aged 25 to 49. Hey, you're in this study. So. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Next year, I wouldn't be allowed in. So this is sexual partners lifetime. And this you, and sex is defined as vaginal, oral, or anal sex. It's oh. not including oral. That's interesting. That is interesting. My number would go. <laughs> Jeez. Oh boy. <laughs> I think we gotta stop the podcast. Podcast is over. I don't define it as that. I just define it as like this is that this is one of those like, things where you just you continue and I'm like, huh. Hmm. I would say vaginal and, and anal sex to me would count. Okay. But okay. So the average that women reported, this is self-reporting, was 4.3 partners in a By the way, I studied uh, psychology. I know a lot about statistics. Self-reporting means uh, completely inaccurate. Go ahead. I agree. Wildly 4. inaccurate. 4.3. And men, uh, 6.3. 4.3. 6.3. In a lifetime. It, the study's ruined because of the oral sex thing. In my opinion. So changes everything, but great, great information. That's the average, right? But you have mm-hmm. underliers, right? You had it was about seventeen percent with one partner. Wow, this is an interesting discrepancy. Wow. So it was so seventeen percent for women for one partner, eleven percent men reported one partner, and then the rest of it's kind of like a wash of the mm-hmm. numbers mm-hmm. but then 15 or more partners women 
it was 13%. Men, 15 or more partners, 28%. Okay. So you lost a lot. You lost a lot. There's a lot of wiggle room there. Sure. So. Yep. Anyway. That's what I say when I'm talking about someone with a huge I'm vagina. The, I guess. A lot of wiggle room. What did you just say? Hmm? I didn't mean to interrupt you. Did you just say someone with a huge vagina? Yeah, that's where that phrase came from. There's a lot of wiggle room. Go ahead. Do you want to know something about that? I'm going to just smash the shit out of that. Okay. Why would a woman's vagina be stretched out? Why would a woman's vagina be stretched out? Due to... Give me the physiological reason and I'll explain it to you. Because something's been in there. Well, so your vagina is a muscle, pelvic floor muscles, there's yeah. a ton of them. So with time, with exercises, you can strengthen it Kegels. and make it tighter. Kegel exercises mm-hmm. are definitely part of that. That helps a lot with urinary incontinence too. Uh-huh. So anyway, yes, it's a muscle. So if a woman is exercising actively, you cannot tell. That right? is... She ha- she'll have gotcha. a lot more strength. Do women count? Is that's re- I never knew... That that was an extra, like a woman would be like, oh, you know, today's chest and tries, tomorrow's bicep and vaginas. Oh, it's so important. It's so important. I fucking hate trampolines now after kids. Like you can't do shit. It's crazy. What are you talking about? I mean, when you lose pelvic floor strength, you pee your pants. Really? Yeah, I have. On a trampoline? In public. Is this common? extremely common for women and do you and it what doesn't is have your to be vaginal uh, it just has to be carrying a baby because your oh. ligaments in mm-hmm. your pelvis get kind of stretched and over time your pelvic floor weakens as well and so any woman particularly a woman who's carried a child is at higher risk of weakened pelvic floor muscles and, mm. and incontinence is huge like you a- ask any woman who's had a kid I to get won't. on a trampoline oh, oh. <laughs> no, you get slapped in the face yeah Okay, but back to the question, though. Yeah. You said a loose vagina. Just kidding. Around. Yeah. Why would a vagina become loose? You said you put something in there. I say you put something in there. Maybe there's a maybe there's a penis in there, and it um, or a child, and it results in a bit of a loosier, goosier vagina. That's derogatory. So anyway, you're going to be using your hand today um, on yourself. That will be mm-hmm. the end of this podcast. The connotation is a woman is loose because she slept around with a ton of guys. It is. Absolutely. That's what I kind of just said. Right? What happens if I have sex with a hundred guys with a small penis? You have have sex with a hundred guys with a small penis. Versus having sex with one guy with a huge, like, first diameter penis. Vagina remains intact. Yeah. Keeping it tight. One man, huge penis, loosens it up. What are what are we looking at as far as elasticity? Are we making a yeah? Are we gonna we got a rebound? the size of their partner. Mm. So the judgment shouldn't be there. And also, well, you, the frequency of sex changes things. Again, if a woman's doing pelvic floor exercises, changes things. And what about masturbation? Right. If she uses a vibrator, right? An internal one. So the the connotation that you have a stretched out vagina has nothing to do with frequency of the high. You're saying to say a woman like, partners. oh, you're a whore, like at that like, oh, she's yeah. loose woman. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That um, would be doubly difficult to deal with, though, if you were a guy and you go, oh, wow, it's, uh, I don't feel any, it's like loose. Then you're going, the guy before me, bigger, bigger penis. Exactly. So the man should feel intimidated. He shouldn't be judging the woman. Well, I feel pretty good about your ex. 
Oh my god! I'll talk. I'll I'll edit that out. You don't have to edit that out, but <laughs> that was a real reaction, by the way. Um, I was gonna ask you. It was a compliment. I think that I compartmentalize my sexual partners to such a level that it was a past. Okay. That when you say stuff like that, I'm like completely thrown off my game because mm-hmm. I don't think about it that way. Yeah. Like I still would respectfully give all of my previous partners their time and it's done. And I don't recall sexual events with them anymore. Okay. Unless you bring them up or if like we talk about a video, but like mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. That one got me. <laughs> Sorry about that. And then, uh, all right, I think now, if you're watching on Spotify, we're going to play that video <laughs> that we talked about. No, we don't have access to the video. I apologize. My sex tape video? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Have you made a sex tape? Remember I said I, th- I, was, I was at first triggered by you saying you made one, and then I think I did. But it was with someone I was with for a real long time. What does that matter? It was... Um, you didn't even ask me about mine. Why are you justifying yours? Would you ask you what? How long I'd been with the person. How you were long? just like, you made a sex tape? Wah. On what date do you think it's appropriate to bring a camera? I'm not letting you dodge the subject. Oh, I made one with a person I was with for like years and years and years. My and, longest relationship. And where's that tape? I think it still exists. <gasps> I'm afraid it's in my mom's attic. Did you ever watch it? Yeah, I watched it and remember similar thing. I remember very similar thing. I watched it and I remember thinking, I like the storyline, but they should recast this. <laughs> I think I just struggled with because you're so vulnerable and you think, oh, maybe I look attractive. And then you see it and you're like, fuck, I do not look attractive. Yeah. That was mine. Yeah, yeah. I didn't need like the pool guy to come clean my pool and like take yeah. off with me afterwards. Well, and you have in a pornographic film you have the best possible angles and lighting and we don't know what we're doing right you're just like it's just a guy with a camera i was trying to do like a pov like hey, what's up right oh i was holding like the it Blair witch project <laughs> yeah <laughs> a true horror movie oh my god yeah i was trying to do a, a found footage pornographic film oh my god is it really in your mom's house I don't want to say this because she'll listen. No matter what I say to her, she'll listen to this podcast. I'll be like, you don't want to listen to that. She'll be like, oh, I won't. Should we have her earbuds in? No, I think I threw it away. I probably threw it away. You know what's funny? This is going to show you how old I am compared to you. It's on a format of videotape that would require going to a special place to get it transferred. They don't even make it anymore. I think it was a Super 8 or something. Like some sort of weird. It's definitely not digital. So it's gone forever. So I would have to take it to a place and go, could you do this thing if I even wanted to see it? Which I don't even want to see that. That's like the awkward thing where you try to print like sexy pictures that you've taken for somebody at Walgreens. Yeah. And like the teenager watches them pop out one at a time of like your ass. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I've obviously done yeah. that too. I'm sorry. You have? <laughs> well, yeah. Why, why Polaroids? It wasn't Polaroid. Why not Polaroids, you mean? Yeah. Why not just a phone picture? Why are you taking them to Walgreens? But this is pre-phone? This is pre-phone. Really? Really? Okay. You've done some. You've done some good stuff. The guy at Walgreens thought so. So this was like a gift. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy that 
like a what would be called like a dick pic, which I hate that phrase. Is it Nobody not so crazy? That, though. No. Oh, I know. I sent one penis picture in my whole life. In my whole life, it's very vulnerable. I was having like a a day where I was like, "Wow, this looks lighting's good," and it was things were something was happening, and I I sent you the picture. And I, I mean, I I really took I took my time. There's a ring light mm-hmm. involved. <laughs> that I for my podcast I really took some time was there and makeup I, on it no makeup mm-hmm. but um it's impressive I did last then. looks on it like okay last looks and I sent it to you and you were kind enough to go you used it yeah that's like do you remember this you were very nice and you go um hey that looks good you know nice one and then um you used really nice words and then the next day you were like I don't like those that much don't do that again. You like nicely recommended, nicely suggested that I not ever do that again, which I won't. And I appreciate that. I think penis photographs come across as cheesy or silly, just like male strippers come across as comical and like almost like a joke. Like they're not the real thing. It doesn't turn us on versus pictures of women in general. If we do them seductively with lingerie or something, it mm-hmm. tends to really put you in the mood. Yeah, I get it. I, Erica, you don't want any more dick pictures. I do not. I like your the rest of your body, just not your... <laughs> okay. In a picture. Okay. I don't think anyone would argue that. No, that's a very important clarification. You, you said know you... what I would be interested in? Hmm. The homosexual population's opinion. Male, homosexual males, I mm-hmm. mean, of dick pics. Because I bet they fucking do a great job. Oh, yeah. And have a really good opinion of like what theirs looks like. No, seriously. I feel like that would be a very interesting topic to explore. Okay. But as a heterosexual female, I don't find penises to be um, alluring. I find like your abs to be attractive. Or like Mm. that V that I told you I love, like in your groin. And like just like hide the goods. You know what's weird? Like leave me wanting more. Yes. The penis picture definitely left you wanting less. I remember the text you sent me back. Well, how do you feel about like spread eagle pictures in like penthouse? Is it kind of like, yeah, that's a lot of. Um... No, I mean, I guess like more is better. I don't even understand. Oh, really? Whenever someone this is, mm. I, I kind of compare it to sometimes someone will go like, oh, that chocolate cake, I can't eat it. It's too rich. I don't know what they're talking about. Are you serious? I, I don't need a spread I'm eagle perplexed. picture. No, no, really. Like if you saw like full frontal. Versus like a spread eagle one. All right, you got me. I would rather see. I need there to be. I would even rather have lingerie slightly pulled up as opposed to totally naked. You're right. I don't want it all the way in there. That's interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Whenever I see a vagina picture and it's like way too close, I go, that guy used the wrong lens. He's too close. (laughs) You got to pan back. (laughs) Right? Because you're way too close. You can't even tell what's happening in there. Do you think we're the norm or do you think everybody feels this way? I don't know. I think most people, I should say. Coming up on the next episode of Afraid to Ask, I got two questions coming in, and both of them are from people I know that posed this question to me and then said, could you ask Dr. Erica? They said, could you ask your girlfriend? And the first question is, what is the normal amount of uh, masturbating? I'm afraid to ask, but I have a great question. (sighs) Do women... So when you're a guy, you're almost two different people before and after um, you finish, right? So like there are things you, because you get excited, there are things you might say or do that, and maybe guilt plays into this, maybe like a religious guilt, but there are moments when right when after it happens, 
like there's like kind of like a guilt like oh my god like i feel like i feel like back in the day i i wish that the perfect orgasm would be it happened right at the, right as the girl was leaving door closes oh my god